Hello, or uh, should I say, howdy y'all, and welcome to Sheffield Hopcast, uh, the lockdown diaries continue. Uh, I'm James, and of course, here at the uh, Hopcast, we are entirely apolitical. We are thoroughly professional at all times. And that, of course, means that we are, you know, we are neutral in, you know, important matters. So the fact that the theme of the show today is American celebration is in no way, no way at all connected to the impending drain pour of a certain orange sour from the White House. Purely, purely coincidental. <laughs> Bye, Donald. Right, yeah, so it is, it is an American theme this week. Um, as ever, it, you know, it's, it's as loose as any of us choose to interpret it. Uh, we'll meet our guest in a moment, but let's say hey to Laura first. Hi, Laura. Hi. That was my favourite intro ever, James. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I've actually taken it as an excuse to crack open what I think is the last beer that isn't 14% that we brought back from uh, our trip to California last year. Um, So I've gone for this appropriately named Final Rites Rye Ale from Ghost Town, uh, which was in Oakland. It was the first brewery that we went to when we arrived to um to california last year we'd been awake for about 24 hours uh and it was our favorite place we went on the whole trip so we set the bar really high when we first arrived um it's fairly small um bro tap room within a brewery um they play doom music as you can kind of in- the artwork's very interesting with the whole kind of vibe and there was a my other clear memory was eating the spiciest Mexican food I've ever had from a little taco truck outside because it was run by um, an, a, a Mexican family and they asked me if I wanted it hot and I stupidly said yes. Um, but the beers were great uh, and yeah, I brought four of these back um, with me and this is our last can. So I'm cracking this open and I've carried on the theme with my little Russian River teku as well. So I'm having a little nostalgia trip uh, on the hotcast today. That's really impressive. It's way it's way more than a year, isn't it, since you went? So the fact that you've still got some beers left is, is yeah, it pretty was, incredible. We got back. It was like a, a year and a month ago when we got back. So um, hopefully the beer will have held up. <laughs> but yeah, it is the last one that we brought. It's a 6.9% rye beer with Amarillo, Centennial and Cascade. Sounds good. Look forward to hearing your review. Uh, right then, hello, Sean. Uh, how do you all? Um, do, uh, I just noticed that Darren has got his light off in his little man shed, but he does have a picture of Donald Trump on the side of his wall there and the orange glow. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Especially it, for it, today. It, it's coming fully from... Um, I, I think that um, we could have fully undermined Donald Trump uh, by just calling him Don Trump for the last four years, and uh, and that would have worked. Um, typically, I was very unorganised with my uh, my beer slab. Um, I do have some American beers in the house, uh, some uh, Cascade Sours that I've been photographing today and, and will be putting on sale in the next couple of days. But I didn't have uh, the heart to steal one of those just in case everyone wants to buy them, of course. So I've gone with hops. Um, I've gone with uh, a famous beer up north and I suppose a, 
potentially famous beer down south, but um, it's from Track. It's called Sonoma. It's a real cask king uh, around the, the Manchester beer scene. I've got it in a can, of course, but it is hopped uh, rather beautifully uh, with Citra Centennial and Mosaic. So my link tonight to Don Trump is the use of American hops in this delicious little pale ale, under 4% and a bit of a king at that kind of level. Good stuff. Um, thank you, Sean. Uh, you probably, if you're watching the video of this, then you'll already know. But if you're listening, you'll have guessed uh, that um, our guest is called Darren. We'll meet him in a couple of uh, moments' time. Um, I'm going to go next just because I kind of follow that on quite naturally because my beer link is kind of similar. So I, I was planning on perhaps picking up one of the, uh, you know, the new Brewdog Aldi IPA that they do because I think that's an APA. Um, but I went to Aldi. And they're not got any left so that didn't happen so instead i've kind of followed sean's lead in terms of the fact that i've gone hops as well so i've got a uh, pressure drop and it's called uh, what is it called in dreams um and this is hopped with mosaic and idaho seven i thought it'd be really good i looked up the state of idaho to see whether or not they voted for joe biden <coughs> and i thought that would be great no. uh, donald trump won that by 60 percent so um that's uh, probably edit that out james when you actually come to do uh, to do the episode um but um new england ipa and i don't think we've had pressure drop on before and i'm sure i've mentioned them a couple of times and we've talked about them before i don't know if we've actually ever had a pressure drop beer on i think, before, so. I think last time you mentioned it, you tried to um hint for them to send you some free beer yes and they didn't <laughs> knobheads thanks for that um so i bought this with my own money so i've had to do um yes so i'm looking forward to um, influencers eh? to, to try <laughs> trying that uh right then adam you had you had some problems with this this week haven't you you've been back and forth and all over the place what for my beer yeah well, I, I, I wasn't sure where I was going to get one from at quite late notice without going for something really obvious. But then I did remember, that's probably over a year ago since I last went, that the, the dram shop up at Crooksmore always has always had like a decent selection of American beers going back for years and years when, you know, when things like Flying Dog. Remember them? Flying Dog, eh? And whenever, then we used to drink a lot of that beer and stuff. So I messaged them on Twitter and they say, oh, yeah, we've got like well over 50 different um, American beers. So I walked in and... Uh, this one stood out to me um, as um, probably Florida's favorite man, Donald Trump, Florida man from um, Cigar City. Um, now, anybody who doesn't really know what this is about, it's actually about the thing where you Google search Florida man followed by your birthday and see what comes up as in the news articles of, uh, could have been from ever. I don't even know if it's a real thing or whether like the internet's kind of created it, but um if you if you search Florida man and my birthday, the um, the top answer is uh, Florida man climbs atop playground equipment at Clearwater Park and tells kids where babies come from. So uh, that's the that was the news from that Florida man. Uh, yes, it's um, double IPA. Um, I think it's eight percent, eight and a half, eight and a half percent. I can't remember the last time I had something this strong that was probably like a more. I'm assuming it's a more old school American start, style. Dipper, but um, yeah, Laura, you were um, very kindly searched Florida man on your birthday, and you were saving it. I did, and it really made me chuckle. <laughs> just, let me just find it again. Mine was Florida man arrested for pretending to be a ghost at a funeral. 
That's good. I've I've just done mine while we've been chatting. <laughs> this is weird. I've got Florida man high on flacker. Attacked officer said he was God. Had sex with tree. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpick. Anybody else uh, had a go at that? Does? Sean? Yes. Uh, so uh, my my top one was. Uh, Florida man screaming about vampires set fire to his own house. <laughs> Here's to Florida and your <laughs> Donald Trump supported in idiots. I, I apologize, I haven't had a go at that. <laughs> it's, it's, maybe, it's great maybe, fun. Maybe you could tweet it along with the when the episode comes out. You can uh, all right, yeah, I, random, I, I, ran, I randomly throw that. it out there. My my second one is naked screaming Florida man punched parked cars. I'm really intrigued. I'm just going to read these stories. You can entertain yourself. Um, we heard from slightly there. Our guest is uh, Darren of Industry Tap Fame. Um, Darren, hello, welcome to uh, the uh, Hopcast for the for the second episode in a row. I am being out bearded, and I'm not happy about this at all. <laughs> Next time, we are not inviting a guest with a better beard than me. I feel like I feel like a very small man. Right now, uh, but good to have you with us, um, Darren. What is your uh, what's your beer? So um, I I went rather tenuous because um, my my can is legitimate industries um, double agent, and it, if you can see it, there is an American flag there. That's good. I like so it, tedious. I think tedious links are better than like proper ones. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a steady ten point four percent impy stout um aged in aged in barrels um obviously that's the american bourbon barrels um yeah um there's a bit of a story about this beer so the the last time i could go anywhere pre-lockdown lockdown was uh brew london so i went down to the truman brewery uh, in february with good friend nick uh nick law of uh, hop forward and uh <laughs> And so we get, we get, we get down there. He, he's got a couple of meetings set up. Um, so while he's doing his meetings, I'm enjoying all the beer, obviously. Um, bumped into these guys. Um, later on in the, later on in the day when I'm a little bit worse for wear, asked him for a train beer and this was my train beer that I got given. <laughs> so it's been sat in me, uh, with, with my Imperial Stouts all this time. And I just thought, well, this is this is the right night to uh, to uh, open her. So she has been opened. It is it is being warmed up. So uh, yeah, cheers, cheers. One, cheers. Uh, one nice little bit of American beer news as well that I've just been made aware of. Um, that thought it'd be nice to mention is Sierra Nevada this week have had their fortieth anniversary. Wow! Which is, isn't it? But I thought that was quite nice as well to to tie in and um, Laura, I think there's there's a Sheffield link with 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 you guys and and Odell, I think as well. That seems to have gone back a fair few years. Is is that right? I know Odell did um, California Red. Abby, with yeah, Abbeydale. Uh, I've done yeah. a collab with him, haven't they? Not with no, we've not went with Odell. We went there. Oh, right, Colorado a few years ago. But I was thinking you'd done a collaboration. I'm, uh, is there another American brewery that you've done a collaboration with? You've done Nodar. I am, yeah. Yeah, yeah they uh, they yeah. just won um, a, an award at the Great American Beer Festival last month, so they're doing really well. 
Um, but yeah. What was um, the beer that you collabed? Yeah. What was the beer that you collabed with them on? What was uh, that? We did a peach beer at their place. And yeah. I can't remember. It was really mm. nice, and I can't remember what it was. It'll come back to me. I'll uh, I'll revisit that when I jog yeah. my memory. I've, I've just had. I've just woken up from a nap, so I'm a little <laughs> bit uh, <laughs> like a nap on a Sunday. So I'm a little bit uh, slow, <laughs> slow whirring at the moment. But uh, I'll come back to me on that one, Sean. That's very old lady. I'm impressed. I like I it. Uh, we've got um, thinking about because Thornbridge have done quite a few collaborations with American breweries, haven't they? I, yeah, they did I Twin Peaks. Other shows, yeah. Twin Peaks, Nevada, yeah. yeah, and um, the one with Firestone, Firestone Walker. Walker. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any more. I'm sure they've, they've done two or three, but um, yeah, good stuff. You're not so, allowed to call me Sheffield Brewery anyway. I've been told. Who who said that? Uh, the internet. <laughs> or the internet. Well, the problem with the internet <laughs> sometimes. I tried to argue that, um, that there were Sheffield, there were our, there were our brewery, but um, well, geography, geography is not. They all work. They are, they are, Sean, they are when it suits us. All right. Um, no, the justification being the majority of people that work there live in Sheffield, so it's kind of like you know, it's. Nah. Do, they, do they do a Derby it's, County it's, beer? No, they do a Sheffield Wednesday beer. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's. Reason if it, was, if, if it needed. We should yeah. have thought of that when I were arguing about it. They're going to have to take that down a bit, though. I think the the Wednesday Pale Ale is it's got a little bit too too much spritz and life about <laughs> uh, it, and and they're going to have to uh, take it down. It's going to have to be three point four percent. It's going to have to be bland and boring. Like Pulis Pale. And, uh, Pulis Pale. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, I love that. We, we don't do we don't do football very much on this podcast. If if Pulis Pale was a beer, it would be the crappiest beer in the world, wouldn't it? It really would. Anyway, we're not getting on. We're not. We'll not get on to football stuff. Uh, we will. Um, well, we'll stick to uh, beer. And uh, I mean, we're a couple of weeks now into um, the second lockdown. How is everyone doing with everything? Laura, are you well? Oh, I've had a moment this morning. Had a bit of despair at the world. I did see. I, was, I saw your tweet this morning yeah. where you were like, "Is this going to be forever?" Yeah, I don't, it just feels a bit like in the first lockdown. I feel like everybody really came together and was really gung ho and was all like, "Let's get through it." And now it just feels a bit like I don't know. It just feels a bit like it's always been like this. So I think I'm just having a bit of a moment where I'm struggling to see where we kind of move on from here and whether whether it would be better just to be like, eh, this is just how things are now, let's stop. <laughs> we never let's... go out ever. But um, after I went for a run, having a beer, I've cheered up and stopped being um, a gloomy so-and-so. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now. And things will get better. It's fair dues, though. I think we all have those moments, don't we, where it, it can just kind of get a bit too much and thinking like, where is the end like without there being a finishing line and i know obviously you know lockdown ends whatever second of december or whatever but we all know that even after that particularly for us uh you know in in, in south yorkshire it's going to be a while before it kind of gets better better so it is it's hard isn't it without that sort of knowing where that finishing line is or even what it looks like or anything that i think we all have those moments and you know that's that's natural i think it's it's what we're it's what we're gonna it's what it's what we're all gonna um do and we'll all we'll all have them what 
what what I'm not what I don't think we're really seeing at the moment is we're, we're nearly two weeks in, like I said, or, or perhaps already two weeks in. But I'm not hearing anything, and I'm I'm, I'm missing this, but I'm not hearing anything at all with regard to whether things are, are currently successful in terms of bringing down the rate. I'm, I'm, have I missed that? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly the the R number has come down. It's now yeah. between 1 and 1.2. But yeah. I just don't see that with the number of cases that you, you get published on a daily basis. And yeah. unfortunately, the amount of deaths that are still happening, yeah. I, I just don't see that that is, is accurate. I don't know. I think Sheffield region is has... I don't know if it's dropped, isn't it? It's dropped, but it's not going up as, as much as it was. Um, yeah. Sheffield know. region had started to drop just prior to lockdown, yeah. actually, but um, uh, other Barnsley, Rotherham, Doncaster and that had all gone up, so that tipped South Yorkshire uh, mm. over into, into was it was it Tier 3? I've, I've forgotten all the different we tiers. We were in Tier 3, yeah. Numbers, yeah, yeah. 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 Does yeah. that mean that's that's kind of the question, isn't it? What what happens then? You know, assuming let's say that national lockdown does end on the second of is it the second or the fourth of December? Can't remember. Let's say the second. Yes, um, second, I think. Second, yeah. And and then we go back to the like the tiered system, and and there's this kind of question, and I've got this in my mind that maybe there'll be a like a tier four that gets introduced, which some areas kind of continue in lockdown as we are now and some yeah. parts of the country don't. And obviously we're in the North, so we'll get completely shafted um, and, and no doubt end up in <laughs> tier four and, you know, Christmas is cancelled and all that kind of malarkey. But as we said at the beginning, we're not political. So, you know, we'll, we'll not, we'll not tear the conservatives completely to bits. I'm sure they really do know what they're doing. Um yeah, Sean. How about you? Obviously, shops still open, and you know, still you still you still seeing a bit of life. Yeah, we we, we are. Yeah, um, uh, uh, again, um, footfall is down in the city centre. That's very clear to see, as it should be. Um, but there is still enough um, life in that footfall. Uh, certainly for us uh, as an individual trader down at the Moor Market. I think some of the others are doing all right. It's, it, it, they're managing to hang in there. Um, but because the pubs are closed, of course, we as a beer shop and Archer Road and Dram Shop and all the rest of it and uh, are able just to make some continued success out of a, a, t- a terrible time. Um, so, uh, again, two weeks away, we'll start to, I suppose, hear rumours about what the plans are shortly. Things always come out beforehand, don't they? But currently... Something um, comes out, whether that... <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, coming back to Laura's point there, the first lockdown was followed by uh, an absolutely glorious spring and outdoor life was was there to, to be devoured. Um, we're now currently in the in the midst of a, a, a pretty average autumn, but we've got um, Brexit going to rear its head. So COVID-19 is still the big story, but at the moment Brexit is coming in uh, uh, from from the right hand side and going to get in the way of things. Number ten have had a bit of a meltdown over the weekend, and that's likely to have got in the way of things. So it, it now seems very messy. Whereas the first lockdown had a lot of clarity about it, and Laura's right, we were all driving in the same direction and knew exactly what we were doing. Whereas this one now seems to lack clarity. And so it, it feels messy. And there are other things around it that are going to close into it. The, the, uh, again, the US election also impacted as well. So it seems that COVID-19 
is having to compete at the moment with other things, whereas earlier in the spring, I felt there was a lot of clarity and we could all focus on it and uh, enjoy the outdoor life as a compromise to the lockdown life that we were asked to live. Yeah, I totally agree with with all of that. And and that point about the first lockdown, there was almost like this sort of wartime spirit to it, wasn't there? And mm. like thinking about stuff like, you know, um, clapping the, in the doorways on mm. Thursday night. I mean, that feels like such a long way away from where we are now. And and I mean, I'm, I'm still working in Leeds quite a bit, so up and down the motorway. And, and I, you honestly wouldn't know that there is any kind of lockdown. It's just as busy on the roads as, as it normally is. And, and it does, it feels very, it feels different. And I think messy is a good way of describing mm. it, Sean. Adam, how are things are you? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, actually, because I, I mean, not to go into like the mental health kind of thing too much, I think, because it's a, it's a massive like kind of worms to open. But <clears throat> I've had a history of quite you know bad mental health for a few years and i've had a really really good year with virtually no no problem whatsoever and the last week or so is the first time i've kind of had a little bit of a just little little kind of reminders of what i felt and um i'm not sure what's caused it and i'm not sure whether it is just like lockdown and darker nights you know i've used like kind of exercise a lot and sort of going out for walks um just to kind of you know just keep saying I suppose when you really locked down and um yeah it's, it's just um nothing to worry about I think I'm under I think it's all under control but it really is the first time in maybe a year where I've had kind of sort of it's like like things that have kind of remind me of past times I suppose so yeah. just trying to work out how to kind of keep a keep a handle of that and um I mean I've been I've been for a run twice this week Laura actually I've been for a run <laughs> twice in three days which is a <laughs> I weirdly picked it up again in the last few months and I thought I'd never run again. I'd done a lot of cycling. I think I'm nearly up to a thousand kilometers for the for lockdown, just cycling. I know Laura, you're you've just hit your one thousand for the year, aren't you? And you're running. Um, yeah. which just shits on my uh, cycling because wow. running's miles harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to about one uh, fifteen kilometers running. So yeah. But yeah, it's um, I think yeah, I don't know. I, I, I suppose coming out of this lockdown like I said, no one's really said what you know what what happens after, regardless of it whether it happens in two weeks' time or whether it happens in six weeks' time. There's no one saying, "Well, when it does end, you're going to go straight back into your." Well, I've not heard anything. You're going to go straight back into whatever tiers you were in. I mean, obviously, people <clears throat> they're probably going to have to analyse the numbers of what's happened over that lockdown period, and hopefully, everything's gone down a bit, and maybe we drop back into tier two. I don't know. Um, I mean, I can't really see. I mean, even if you do have a tier four, tier five, or whatever. At the point of an impact on breweries or people like um, like you, Darren, like I can't see it getting any worse. Like I don't know, can, are they really just going to stop you? Don't have to do anything. I don't know. It feels like it's peaked. They can't yeah, really do think- much more than what they've done. You know, you you got to be allowed to sell things. You don't. It's doing it in a safe way, I suppose. Maybe. I suppose the next step is people can't come and pick stuff up from you. You have to deliver or. I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean, how, how, has, how has things been for you, Darren, generally? I mean, um, it's, ev- I mean, everyone's trying to survive and that, that's, that's, that's the one big thing that you, that you pick up from sort of all this pandemic is it's, it's, it's everyone wants and needs that pound to, to survive. So you just do what you need to do. So I, I, I'm trying to be a little bit different and not, I've got a lot of respect for for like to Sean up at up at Bay Central, 
that is selling that. It's got a, a firm customer base. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to encroach on that because after COVID, there's a lot of relationships that have still got to be there. So I'm trying to do stuff differently, which is by by selling draft. So I can draft fresh customers. Customers order it via the app, and then I'll can it. So all the bars still set up, and we just we just can uh, get a nice little industry tap label on there, uh, written on it, and and the, it gives them that little little bit of taste of what a pub is about. It's about fresh draft. So mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, I still want to have relationships with every business that is in Sheffield. So by me fighting for 50 pence over price or a can, it's not, it's not worth it. I'll try, I'll try and bring in some cans. I know other people haven't got. So like I'm currently got camper van from, from Leaf. So I'm selling them. Uh, I've got a good relationship with Paul from brewery. So I get it direct. And I just, I just try and do that um, and avoid the, avoid what everybody else is stocking really it's a really good point that i really thought about that about you know working together to just spread you know what's available and so because i know that there's been historical things where i've put people at bars in a very small circle and they've been like oh god they've got that on at the same time and we've got it on and stuff and it just yeah. you know it's just people not talking but i suppose in this situation it's like no one wants anyone to shut down do they but yeah you're right yeah. thinking okay why how can I how can I get customers who want X, Y, and Z that isn't going to impact on you know people like Sean or people who just want local beers? You know, you're looking for it's really cool that you're looking for those you know, extra little corners where <clears throat> Sheffield's not really you know ticking boxes on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's really important to remember because like the whole there's a whole supply chain involved, and I think there's there's been a lot of emphasis on the pubs and the kind of lack of support that they've had, and I do think that things seem to have been really disproportionately harsh on the pubs. And then obviously breweries have kind of have got that voice there already and they've been able to shout up and say what, what they've been able to do and all of that kind of thing. But it just affects so much else. And that's one thing that Sheffield is pretty good at, I think, is we talk to each other, we support other businesses and, and that's all been really nice. And I think that spirit's been really important to me as a consumer but also in in my job as well you know like exactly like Darren says we're part of a community and it's really important that we remember that and don't try and step on anybody else's toes too much whilst we're all trying to do what we can to survive but then you know it's like these things like the farmers um the you know the malt suppliers the hop suppliers can't even imagine what kind of um you know how how difficult this must be for them when there are so many people not able to brew and that they've kind of been a little bit forgotten about and then at the other end you know I was thinking for people like um, security guards and uh, people who would normally be spending their Friday nights stood on West Street and things like that like what what are they where what are they doing and people seem to have the focus is quite rightly on the fact that the pubs have been treated seemingly more harshly than perhaps would have been you know than we would have all wanted but it's also how many other people that affects in both directions as well um and you know working together to try and support everybody within that as safely as we can i think is um is really important and is something that as a city we do seem to be not too bad at which is really nice <laughs> yeah i mean it's i, I saw a uh a video on Sheffield Online uh, about taxi drivers 
and some of the the hours that taxi drivers are having to work to get like less than a quarter of what they were getting pre-lockdown it's it, it you, you, you like Laura says you do forget that it's not just me as a venue but it's like what what happens that those people getting home afterwards they can't they sort of the numbers are down so taxis aren't, aren't there's still the same amount of taxis on the road and while some of them might have diversified and gone into doing delivering food there is those core core taxi drivers that are obviously struggling and it, it's such a shame uh, and we, we have to remember that as say it's as tough as it is for us it, it's it's as tough for other people out there yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've we've got this kind of this ray of hope in terms of vaccine, and you know, hopefully, the next two or three weeks are really kind of promising with developments there, and that starts to um, kind of what what you were saying earlier, Laura, about it just kind of feeling so indefinite at the moment. If if we get that. <clears throat> just that that thing that starts to be able to to sort of see a time scale appear i think will make such a difference for us as, as individuals you know in terms of i mean the mental health aspect of this is so so important i think it's really um it's really good that we can kind of talk about this on on something that you know we we, we tend to just ask about don't we for uh, for an hour every couple of weeks i think it's great <laughs> that you know that we can touch on this stuff that really matters um but something like that is just dead important for for us as individuals but also for the economy and for business to start to feel like there's some sort of idea about actually what happens next and how we do start moving back to whatever normal is going to look like but you know something that's better than what we've got now which is, is pretty terrible across the um across the board um we've got two important bits of business to um to do tonight um one of which is of course we our first ever prize draw which um sean's going to be doing um in a little bit but then we've also so we we need to talk about christmas because of course normally the highlight of the hopcast year is us taking um four microphones into a variety of pubs and getting drunk very short uh, getting sean very drunk um and trying to get him to say merry christmas and him not being able to do it and that is kind of like i mean that's been the highlight of my christmas for the last couple of years now and obviously um it's not definite but it, I, I guess it's going to be it's unlikely that we're unlikely. going to be able to to do it so um we need we need to start thinking about what we're going to do instead to mark christmas on the hopcast and i'm mentioning this on yeah you know, i've not mentioned it to any of you beforehand i'm mentioning it now to throw it open to ideas but also in plenty of time so maybe we can throw it open to the audience as well if any of you guys have got any sort of ideas obviously we did the hop fest during the summer where we invited lots of people to join us could do something like that again um so um something that is as inclusive as we can do um around christmas James, sean you are pointing yeah, your finger at me don't, don't forget <laughs> yeah don't forget that, that that was at a point that was just a waggle uh, don't forget to uh, we, we we have been uh invited and we've agreed to do at least one show where we are all beer judges uh with christmas in mind yes. and so uh, the demon brewers of peniston homebrew club um, and there are some unbelievable brewers in that. A very club. nice thing to say. I've uh, all either already brewed or are just brewing their um, very, very best Christmas beer for us all to sup and judge. 
So uh, it doesn't get any better than that, does it? So that's one option that is, we've got that as is well. Very exciting, and that will be yeah, that will be great. I think. Um, I mean, look, you know, there's no rules this year, so we can we mm. can have two or three Christmas episodes. We yes. can do whatever the yeah. heck we want to do. Um, mm. And I'm really keen that we do something that involves as many people as possible. And I think yeah, that it's, it's going to be a weird Christmas for all of us, and um, we're we're not going to be able to do a lot of the stuff that we normally would do. So anything that we can do just to you know, give give everyone something to look forward to. I think is 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 super important. So, um, we'll um we'll work on a few ideas. If 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 you listening to this have anything that you want to suggest, please do. We will look and consider everything, anything and anything that we can um that we can do. I'm really pleased we're doing that with the the um the homebrew uh, club in Penniston as well because we'd we'd been talking about doing some kind of homebrew episode this year, which obviously went by the by um when our normal hotcast calendar got thrown out of the the window. Back Back in uh, back in the the spring, but brilliant to do that because I think we've got um, we've got like two or three really good homebrew clubs around this area. So brilliant <clears> to be able to do um, to do something with with one of those. So, yeah. Some of the beers are absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not sure we're going to be able to go go get through it all in one in one episode. <laughs> I think we should do that. I think I think we should we should persevere with it and just see what happens. I can't see how it could possibly go wrong. As long as it's done for Sean's Sunday dinner at uh, 7 o'clock, or whatever it is. Oh, no, I, I think I might be able to get a special dispensation pass for the, uh, the Peniston night. I won't have to. I'm going to have to close on the Monday. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Jim judged, didn't he? Was it, was it last year, Sean, or was it the year before when you and Jim judged? Um, we... Well, the, when we went up, didn't we? Yeah. We, me, you, uh, me, you, and Jim went up a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, and again, just just supped beer and and, yeah. and judged for the night. It was it's top class. It's brilliant. Sat I'm in a church getting razzled. I've got it somewhere cold because it was very chilly in that church, wasn't it? And then uh, we managed yeah. to uh, just about get finished, and then we're pegging it through the streets of Penniston back to get the last yeah. Day. Did we have pie and peas that night as well, Laura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting fond memories flooding back from that night, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was good. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that as well. And uh, I've had a little bit of a sneak peek of the types, the quality of the the beers mm. that are likely to be on offer. So mm. yeah, very excited for that. I do have one other bit of news as well, but I'll come back to it after the um, come back to it after the next your, your next bit of news. Oh, is that it? We've done the news, haven't we? You're wagging your we've finger done, as done, well, Adam. We've done the we've done the news. I mean, it's not Top Gear, but okay, yeah, we've I done can, the news. I can do. It. I'm not really prepared. Go prepared on. is so it'll be a little bit unprofessional, but um, so um, about five years ago, the Beer O'Clock Show and a few other podcasts did um, kind of a collaborative roundup, kind of about the beer industry and what's going off, and it's called uh, Beer Nation. Um, you can get it on their feed still if you go back, and they're uh, they are promoting it a little bit at the minute, just so people can get it fresh in their ears, but. Um, for 2020, they've um, <clears throat> they've come together with a series of different beer podcasters. So um, it'll be hosted by Emma Inch, who's the current beer writer of the year, and there'll be Nat from Beer Beer with Nat, um, our friends uh, Beers Out Frontiers, um, a brewery called uh, Rhythm and Brews, and Beer O'Clock Show guys, obviously, and um, another way, another Midlands one, um, Men Behaving Badly. If I missed anybody, but there's a few people. We're all getting getting together in December um, to kind of uh, me and Laura are doing it, aren't we, Laura? Yeah, you've decided, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so there's, a, there's a, we've had a bit of a chat, and there's some set topics that we're going to kind of cover. And it'll be kind of looking about looking over the you know what's happened over this year, as well as 
um, previous years and different, you know, what's happened since the last episode, since this last episode. And, and the idea being that we, uh, all the podcasts will put out that episode in our own form at the end of the year. So I think it's, I think the plan was to go out on maybe on, on uh, New Year's Eve. Um, so yeah, it's still kind of, it's in kind of onion stages, but that is something to come. So yeah, we're excited about that. So that should be good. Good stuff. Cool. Um, you, you may have seen, it looked like for a second that Sean was just, um, just <laughs> shaking, his shaking his beer around for that. <laughs> just trying to get a bit of life back into my beer. <laughs> Is it a Pulis Pale? You'll not get any life in that. Um, <laughs> Right. So what you, what you actually got there then is the entrance for yeah, the, the entrance. Um, for anyone in, in kind of um, true Hollyoaks fashion, for anyone that wasn't um, listening last time, do you want to just recap? Yeah, where, where were at? you? Where were you last time out? You've missed your chance. Um, so yes, as part of um, what was it? What was the subject last time out? Was it, was it Tower Beers? It was, or, yeah, or it was, well, it was Funk Fest at yes, home, wasn't yeah. it? Correct. Yes. So I had a, um, that night, uh, Hansen's VSOR, very special old red um, from Belgium with uh, strawberries, raspberries, cherries, and I think it's blackberries in there. And uh, we got a case. And so uh, um, I had one. We've got 11 left. And I thought it would be a nice idea uh, uh, at, a, at a time where sort of lockdown's kicking in and things can be a bit gloomy. I thought it'd be a nice idea for us to chuck 11 bottles into the pot and uh, invite people to uh, to enter. Uh, it wasn't a complicated entry, so we've got a nice glass full that Deborah's very kindly cut up for me earlier, so I don't know um, where people are in this little glass of, of beers. And so I'm going to pull out 11 names and, and read out the names. I think that's how it works with the prize draw, isn't it? And, yeah, uh, old school. The unlucky ones left in the glass are... Uh, uh, we'll miss out. So here goes. And um... <laughs> that was good. the lucky ones left in the glass. Tough shit. Sorry, you get out. <laughs> Nothing. I'm, ass- I'm assuming we'll. I'm assuming that, um, they have to listen to this to know if they won, and we're not going to post it on Twitter. Yeah, after. yeah. I-, I did think about that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, I-, I would. I would feel slightly guilty if um, maybe the- uh, s- maybe- someone gets their name drawn out and they don't. They don't. So I- I'd-, I'd invite all of uh, the- these these names to contact yeah. contact me in some How long way they got? How long they got to, to claim your prize. Uh, <laughs> end of lockdown. End of lockdown uh, to claim your prize. Um, while we're doing that, are, are there any other are there any other names? I'm thinking nil nil draw would be a, a good name for the the Pulis Pale Ale. Um, <laughs> are there any other any other cloudy cloudy morning? Um, <laughs> is there anything that we we could have? L- long ball bitter. So basically, just just to unpick this, Sheffield Wednesday have got a new manager who's historically a bit boring. Like no, yeah, gets the job done generally, but um, yeah, not very pretty way. It's called Tony Pulis. So I was that's... just going to ask if you were sorry, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose these niche in jokes don't really like kind of always. Wash Laura, it. yeah, you brew the beer, Laura. <laughs> Name it nil nil draw, and that will sell in the red and half white of Sheffield like hot cakes, definitely. <laughs> uh, right. So in between, in between uh, our Pulis puns, uh, first name out is Alison. Bamforth. She's a Durham Valley girl, so I'm not I'm not far away for delivering that. Actually, I'm only about a mile away from Alison at the moment. So well done, good well stuff. Done, Number one, Alison, very well New done. We'll be playing 
ball number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is is a way to Ecuador. <laughs> so uh, next up, beer number two uh, of our eleven is uh, uh, Malcolm Lomax, and I know Malcolm okay. as well. I know, yeah, he's a chef. He's a chef and, and a works chef, at, chef. I think at uh, Sheffield Hallam uh, teaching uh, lots of budding chefs of the future. Uh, did his lovely bread, I think, during first lockdown. Beer number three, Martin Rhymes. Martin Rhymes. Don't rhyme me much, Martin, does it? No, no. What, what, go on, what can you go for? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Martin is a Doncaster lad, so just to show we're being diverse uh, in terms of... Uh, We've got Durham Valley, we've got Sheffield, and we've got Doncaster so far. Martin, number three. I can, uh, I can only, farting, think, of, farting, I can only think of farting. <laughs> 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 Apologies, Martin, if you're, if you're, uh, Sorry, it's gone you, if, if you're tuning in. And uh, uh, right, um, uh, fourth <laughs> up is another Sheffielder, Andrew Marshall. Well done, Andrew. Um, number do you, five. Do you know Andrew, or do you not know Andrew? I do know Andrew, yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, We've got um, lots of, of 64 on. Everybody that entered, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think there might be one I don't. Uh, beer number one, two, three, four. Beer number five, Chris Marshall. Chris two Marshall. Uh, um, have we had two Marshalls? No, no we no. haven't. No, just, oh, yes, we have Andrew Marshall <laughs> as well, but they're not related as far as I know. Uh, Chris is also a Durham Valley lad. Uh, a paramedic, in fact. Uh, oh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, number six is Chris Spires. Chris Spires. Just Phil. He's a uh, he's a Wadsley Bridge lad and a Wednesday fan. My way. Uh, so poor poor Chris. This will cheer him up uh, immensely. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. So we've got five more winners. To come next up is Gary Rowe. Gary Rowe, who's a, a well-known drink around Sheffield Parts, and a big sour fan is Gary, so he'll be very happy with that. That's number seven. Uh, number eight um, is um, our first international uh, winner, Jakub Osmanski. Um, Jakub is a, a Polish. Uh, lad who's studying here in Sheffield, really lovely, lovely uh, person, and loves to try all sorts of different beers. So he'll be immensely happy to have claimed one of those. So cheers, Jacob. You're a winner as well. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three more. Three more. Oh, this one's controversial, this one. Ooh. And uh, well, well, what, what, what this winner is related to one of us five. Not me, I don't think. Not me. Go on. Definitely not me. Spence is killing us. Cheeky Jimbo Rangeley. Sent in in an entry. (laughs) Sent in an entry. And so Laura, I'm sure, will be getting to share. Uh, Is Jim a sharer, Laura? Uh, well, it better be because he's polished off the other half of my ghost town beer tonight. So I think you should. All right, he owes you. I'm glad I pulled that out. Now you can you can reclaim uh, the other half uh, from that. He's gone so to one, two, exactly, So uh, I can't break the news to him live. Seven, but, uh, nine. He'll be very. Uh, good. Thank you. Nine already. We've got two more to win. Nine already. Uh, this one is James Dickman. James Dickman. 
And that's number 10. Number 11, the final um, uh, winner for tonight. Uh, actually, again, uh, very appropriate because this guy has been mentioned already in the show. Today? Yeah. Not by I'm name, but by brand. Nick? Nope. Oh. Good effort, though. Excellent effort, Laura. I don't think we mentioned anybody else, have we? <laughs> yes, yes, Adam, you have, Adam. Oh, um, got a drum shop, fella. Nah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Come on, Adam. I've, 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 I've this is only a start of a 10. The questions are going to get difficult after this. I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> so what, what what was your last piece about, Adam? It was an excellent um, oh, slot. Oh, was it, was it um, Steve? Stevie boy, Stevie Bureau Clock Pentol <laughs> has managed to claim bottle well number um, uh, number eleven. Yeah, bottle number eleven. So thank you for tuning in to the big prize draw. And games are uh, played on the twenty sixth and twenty. They will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought. Yeah. And so the, there are there are remaining entrants in the glasses. Uh, uh, get nothing, unfortunately. Unless it <laughs> oh, depends if they get claimed or not. Have they got? Okay, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all eleven names have just been uh, read out. You're, I'm sure you're all regular listeners, and so just contact me, and we'll arrange for that to either go in your box if you're a customer of ours, or arrange for it to be in the shop for you to call down and collect uh, at any point. Thank you very much, and good night. Thank you um, for well, that done, nice, Sean. concise advice <laughs> there, Sean. Uh, <laughs> good stuff, good stuff, and uh, great to uh, to hear so many names as well, which is brilliant. Okay, um, right, what have we got left to do? Well, we need to talk about our beers. Um, Darren, we've not really, I mean, we've done an episode in the uh, in the industry tab before, but we've not talked about it tonight. So this is um, your, the, the floor is now yours for anyone that's listening that doesn't know anything about the industry tab. Tell us all about it. Yep, so Craft craft Beer Bar on, in, on called Industry Tap on Sydney Street, um, just down from the Rutland. So bringing bringing beer to the side of the town that really matters. Uh, so uh, not not Kellen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, twenty one lines normally normally in operation. I've gone up to I'm hovering between sort of fifteen and twenty one at the moment. I've got some beers, like I say, I'm I'm canning draft uh, during lockdown. Um, so yeah, uh, it's it's a lovely space. Um, Really enjoy being there. Enjoy being, as I say, that side of town. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all right. Sean just disappeared. Sorry, just I've dropped one of the winners on the floor. I've dropped him on the floor. And I, I can't find it. I'll do it after. Go on, Dazzler. Yeah, yeah so not not far from Sean. Um, yeah, it, it was nice to host you guys when you did did the podcast there. Um, hopefully, I'll see you. Again, after lockdown, when we can we can all meet and you know, enjoy a, a sociable pint. Um, yeah, COVID, it's it's a strange thing. Um, yeah, difficult times for everyone. Um, totally get where where Adam's coming through, coming from with a mental health issue. I mean, I, I'm I'm currently furloughed, um, so I've got uh, Lewis who works for me, who's manning the bar and a on a Friday and a Saturday doing an absolutely sterling job of, of doing takeout. Um, 
yeah, it, it's just it's it's really difficult to to know what to do with yourself. Um, yeah, I'm finding I'm 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 looking at a lot of tra- a lot of training while not here, knowing the ins and outs of social media, doing bits and pieces like that. This is this is great to get to see four of the faces that are as passionate about beer as I am. It, it's really really nice. Um, yeah, we went went through a little bit of a rebranding uh, during the summer. Um, had his first birthday on an absolutely cracking weekend in September, which was really nice. Um, so yeah, it's I'm, I'm I'm still here, still enjoying doing what I do, and I'll come out of lockdown, and I'm sure there'll be there'll be a change again. Uh, so I may end up doing microwave food to make sure I can open um, and serve and serve great beer if we do reopen in tier three. So yeah, it's 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 good. Darren, it's it's a, it's a beautiful little bar that you've got down there, and we can see uh, uh, um, uh, your building from uh, from our shop, just a few strides out of our shop. And we often, I must, we must have done it a hundred times, where we take someone out of our shop, walk them across to the window, say, "Look down there. Can you see that sandstone building with the windows?" In the bottom of there is, is Industry Tap. Just walk down straight down there, and you'll come to it. I think it's it's Sheffield's most sort of European feeling bar. Um, it's got a European feel, and I think that uh, you can look forward to the first sunny days of, of next spring. Particularly, you've got a Sheffield's best little outdoor area there in claiming sunshine out on the pavement, and uh, it, it has a real I think you. you um, your beer lineup is outstanding, uh, but I, I like that sort of little European vibe that, that you've got down there. I don't think that's anywhere else in the city. I think we talked oh, about. You, I think we talked about how quick it was to walk from my work, which annoyingly we're not at because we're working from. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done, it, Adam? What, what have you done it? Desk, 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 the bar. What's what's your record? What, oh, I don't know. Um, well, Daz has been sixty seconds. Can you do it Daz in sixty has, seconds? Daz has to think? pick up all his deliveries every. <laughs> every, every other day anyway yeah. um yeah. if i were running my desk is right my desk on second floor right at back at the building so i could probably do it in 20 seconds or something 20 that's impressive I mean, but from door to door it's what five yeah. seconds <laughs> it's next door but one, that's impressive yeah. i feel like we've got to do this when, when we're able to we're gonna to have to <laughs> do yeah. the, the adam beer sprint and see how quickly you can i never know i might have to go it. in to pick some up so next time i go in i'll try and remember just to just Feel myself running out of it. Do it. Do it. I look like I robbed the place, but uh, we need some, some, someone lend us a GoPro so we can film this and make a, a video of it. From desk to pint in twenty seconds, brilliant. Um, right, let's talk about our beers then, Laura. How uh, how is your has, has it has it survived the test of time? Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I'm not the hugest fan of rye beers. Um, a lot of the time, I find them a bit. Um, bit like drying uh they're not always my favorite but that was really good like the the hops meant it was nice and fruity and they'd they'd uh, lasted quite well and it's developed quite a nice sort of caramelly undertone um so it reminded me a bit like sort of like a less strong barley wine kind of vibe going on um so yeah i really enjoyed it I've, as i mentioned previously jim drank half of it so it's all gone um but it was very nice. Terrible <laughs> behaviour by Jim. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. 
just have a moment so that anyone that's listened to this just realizes just how bad behavior that is. Uh, right, Sean. I'm going to be quite bold here, and um, this is perhaps a question more than a statement, but I'll, I'll, I'll jumble it into both. Um, I think Sonoma is the best sub 4% uh, pale ale in the world. I'd, I'd agree. Yeah, and it yeah. Can, I, can, I've been thinking now, what, what else can I come up with that is better than that, uh, below 4%? So any of our listeners and viewers, the if only, we are missing a trick here... The only thing it, that's bringing to mind for me is Colonel Table Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, yeah. Um, well, yeah. those Cloudwater Smalls are good, if you get them. Yeah. That, yeah. North, that north one they had that were 2.8 were good. Because like this is 3.8, though, whereas they're, they're two and a half, 2.8s and, and, and threes. This Because this is 3.8, um, I think that little gap elevates it and and it takes it well beyond 4%, I think, in flavour. And, uh, and you keep having to read the can just to make sure that mm. it's, it's not 5.8 mm. at 3.8. So, again, a, a call out to everybody. If we're missing a trick, if there's anything there, that's better than that. I think I think I'd have to in put can it in and a, on cask and on to, keg, I suppose. I think I'd have to yeah. make it like a three point five to four percent. I think it's too hard. I think to kind of just go out under four. I think, but out under four. Because I think you, you appreciate it. you appreciate your two percent beers in a different way than you would to like a kind of a three point eight. I think to me because you no, kind of no. think about it and like how no. good it is for a different reason. But no. All right. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like we may have, have happened across a theme for our next episode in a couple of weeks. We've got two weeks there to see what we can each source. So we're going sub four percent beers in two weeks. Potentially be better than Sonoma. Yeah. And this not, is and it's not, not very, it's not very often that we it's not very often that we reveal the theme two weeks before because it's not very often that we know the theme two weeks before. It's not very often <laughs> we know the theme two days before, to be perfectly honest with you. Um but that does mean that um yeah, if if anyone that's that's listening has any ideas and wants to help I don't know, your favourite hopcaster, um, with uh, any suggestions or or whatever, then um yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be doing it in two weeks, which is what the twenty the twenty ninth um will be um we'll do that then. So um four percent or below. Cool, good stuff. Um Adam. Yeah. Um really pleasantly surprised actually. I kind of um, when I went to the shop to get I got three I got two other beers. I got uh, an Oscar Blues and uh Sierra Nevada. And I thought oh, I'll have a night on kind of more old school tasting, quite like sort of, you know, that kind of multi American sort of style. This wasn't at all. It was, it was, I know this is in Florida now, but um, I suppose that's kind of technically East Coast. Um, light haze on it. Um, doesn't really taste eight and a half percent. Didn't taste kind of too like cloying or anything. So it really it tasted really light. Really, really enjoyed it. And I think I might just go and get some more of that because I think for an American, you don't really kind of see these kind of beers very much now. I just don't think you see them. Or maybe I'm just not looking. Um, I don't know how many you do, Sean, but um, it's not kind of something I see. But um, yeah, I would imagine it's kind of, it tastes a little bit like a stronger version of something like um, that DDH Jaipur that came out recently. So like, like a nice light haze, but still kind of American in sort of style. But um, yeah, really good. Um, yeah. Good stuff. I don't think I mentioned actually the the pressure drop is um five point eight percent, um, which is yeah, you know, fairly 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 kind of 
meaty, isn't it, for a, for a pale ale? Um, exactly what you'd expect from um, pressure hop. Very pressure hop. I've just invented a new brewery. Pressure drop. Um, very hoppy or very droppy, <laughs> yeah. depending which way around we're doing this now. Um, but I think because there's only those two hops in there, it's not it's not overpowering. It's got kind of a certain sort of nice, gentle softness to it that um that is is very welcome on a sunday evening so um yeah good stuff from pressure hop whoever they are um darren you were letting yours breathe is it um is it living up to standard yeah it's yeah it's it's full of chocolate full of vanilla and there's just the right level of booziness um yeah 10.4 but it doesn't it doesn't drink like a 10.4. You could you could have like a couple of these cans. And, and, and I'm pleased I left it until now to enjoy it with you guys. It's, yeah, it's, it, it just reminds me, yeah, a little bit of a smile on my face thinking back to Brew London, smile on my face thinking, yeah, I'm not, whilst I might be in my little man cave here, I mean, it's, there's, there's four other people with me, joining me in my man cave with my man <laughs> bar. And, and, it, and it's nice to, yeah, to be drinking a good Imperial Stout stuff real that's fab uh right all that remains for us to do is our um beer selfie so you just need uh cans and uh glasses depending if you've got much beer left in yours i've only got a dribble left in but we'll uh we'll we'll leave it there and nice big smile we're not we're not going to get through a, a u.s edition without mentioning donald trump are we um well, no, only briefly. What, what, what one word would we all just use to describe him individually, just out of interest? Is, it, is that a fair game? Man-child. Can I, I mean, one I, word? I, I, yeah. just, I just really like that it's kind of the... No, I'm just going to go with Trump, which is... <laughs> yeah, self-explanatory. I realise I've got kind of a sort of an ori- uh, orangey-yellow uh, <laughs> idea as well. <laughs> what even uh, is that? Uh, That's intriguing. It's um, it's a bal- oh, right. balloon light. It's not mine. Anybody's at <laughs> minute. I'll go with. I'll go with. I'm being polite. Cause, uh, I want to say more, but I'll go with with loser. I suppose it should just bugger off out of there. And uh, and clear her off. I'm, 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 go on, go on. Sorry, I'm, I'm just gonna say I've got two words. I mean, uh, just you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> Good. I was thinking of two other words, Darren. <laughs> Flip off. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the word I used right at the beginning. I'm just gonna go with sour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some sums up exactly where where he's at right now. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, Thank you very much for your uh, company, fine people. Uh, We'll be back in a couple of weeks with our um, hastily arranged um, sub four percent episode or four percent and uh, under. So we will uh, we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. Take care, look after yourselves, and uh, we'll see you back here soon. Good night. Bye. Take care.